Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio, where we are always daring to be different. Get ready, get ready, get ready to be inspired. Let's get moving toward our goals. And here to make that happen is our host, Yaya Diamond. We are daring to be different. Hey, 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 this is Yaya. I am telling you I am having a wonderful time just being uh, the host of Dream Chasers Radio. I I don't know what to tell you, but it's just amazing. All the people I get to meet, all the people I get to talk to, I mean, I am having a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful time. And I have a great show for you today. You're listening to us on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio in North Port, Florida, as well as on Palm Radio in New York City, the Dream Chasers Radio Network, and the Caribbean Community Radio Station. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, wow. Wow. What can I say except let's get this show on the road. We have our first guest. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to the show. Hello, tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Hello, my name is Vernon Little, and I'm a rap slash gospel rap artist in the Bronx, New York. And um, I have an EP awesome. on the market. Currently, I have an EP on the market titled Double Minded. It's available at all online retailers. Okay, all right. So tell me about that. Tell me how you got started. Okay, going going back to the mid '80s, um, through a mutual friend, I ended up at a local DJ's apartment, and um, that local DJ had uh, like crazy records and the two turntables and the microphones, and um, you know, I was a fan of rap as most of us were, most of my friends in my neighborhood. So um, he invited me to to get on a microphone. He said, "You want?" He asked me if I wanted to rap. So I just figured I could just copy what I hear the guys do on the records. So um, I playing around with it, just just rhyming like I heard guys do on songs, and um. Uh, and it was I had a lot of fun with it. So my, that 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 DJ he told me um, you know he told me when I was leaving like hey you can come back up sometime. So kept going to his house and um, uh, I just I just developed the the ability to be um you know to be able to do it, and it was something that I continued to pursue. Wow, wow. So I mean, okay. So with all of that said, you've been in the music industry for a minute. Off and on. What, yes. What? What has been your experience so far with the new way of doing things? I like it because there was a gap between, like, I'll be when I was um, invited to come to somebody's um, home studio and start recording again. And when I learned about the Internet, it was just, uh, to me, it it just opened up a lot of doors. It just, you know, it, was, it enabled you to reach more people. Because, you know, compared to when I was in, in, in the late 80s, walking around to labels in Midtown Manhattan, you know, knocking on doors, hand, handing in tape, things of that nature. Now you can just, you know, just go online and find people that are accepting, you know, demo submissions. So it made things a lot easier, in my opinion. Hmm. Hmm. Now, I, I don't want to be, you know, so so inquisitive, but I, I love questions. That's probably why I have a show, because I'm just, I'm nosy. But, <laughs> but in all the things right. you've done, in all things that you've done, tell me what was the one thing that you didn't expect to do. That I did, um, music related. Um, I'm, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that I didn't. Uh, uh, well, wow. I, I look, 
things that happened were things that I that I was hoping that would happen. Um, but wow, I, I wish I had a, a quick answer for that, but um, I I really don't right now because the, being able to perform and you know traveling a little bit, um, those were the things that I expected. Well, you know, um, having people say that that that, that music, because I. I I believe in putting some positivity in your music, but but um having people say that that it, it helped them, you know um that's something that that I never really expect to like you know be like an inspiration to some people, you know I never expected that I would say you know people saying that something I said encouraged them that's not something that I that I expected to to ever do. I just right. just rap and kind of have fun with it, but when but when you know you get a little older and wiser, you experience things and and you figure you know that there are people out there. Nothing's new, as the, you know. Nothing's new under the sun. So other people are going through things that you might have went through, and you can help people sometimes by sharing your experiences. As they say in church, like your testimony, it helps people. So that's something I never envisioned was um, inspiring and encouraging people. It is amazing to me that uh, you know we get into the business, whatever business that may be, and we expect one thing, but we get so much more. What have you? I mean, you know, when you think about it. And, and I know this is, you know, on the spot, but when you think about it, what is the best thing that you've received from just being in the music industry and, and following your dreams? I know I know it's been said many times. I've heard all the say it myself. But uh, honestly, just you know, when you're just traveling to places that I might not have went if I wasn't actually doing a show, you know, so and just, um, you know, just seeing different cities and just, it's seeing the difference, the difference in, 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 in the, in the sound, you know, the music, you know, because the very first time I got to, you know, I'm from New York, I'm from the Bronx, New York. So, but the first time I got to go to Atlanta and just experience that wave down there, it was a little, you know, it's a little different to me, the sound, but it was a great experience, you know? So a lot of times when you, when, when you don't, when you're limited to your, to your neighborhood, you can find your neighborhood, I guess I should say. There's a lot, a lot of things, you assume things are the way it is there everywhere, but, um, but um, when you travel and see different places and different neighborhoods, you know, you, you learn that, you know, people are different. And I think that's why sometimes people do maybe make adjustments at times in their music and their sound because they, they see what's going on in other places and what, you know, what they're into in those places. So that's that way. I'm sorry? No, that, that's something that stood out to me, just noticing, you know, Different waves in different places, in different different cities. Mhm. I never thought of it that way. I never thought of it as uh, being, um, you know, something that would change me. Did it change you oh. to be in the? Oh no! I, no, I, no, I had I haven't changed. You know, because I like what I like. You know, but um, but. At the same time, you know, I, I think it opens you up sometimes to dribbling and dabbling into into um, into other people's um into what they're interested in, you know, into their, mm-hmm. into um you know things that they like, you know, you know, you, you might dribble and dabble, but you know you are you are you don't want to get too far out of your comfort zone because when you're out of your comfort zone, then I don't think you're at your best, in my opinion, you know. Mhm. Wow. So you you think that being out of the comfort zone, you're not the best. Why do you say well, that? My, well, I, the way you ask that, you make you know, it makes me think about sometimes people say you have to 
in order to grow, you have to kind of come out of your comfort zone. But uh, but as you're coming out of your comfort you know, you have to learn, you know, you have to adapt and adjust. You know, when mm-hmm. you're in your comfort zone, you know, things are a little easier, you know, they're a little easier for you. But um, when you step out of that, you know, you want to, it's good to do research. Do a little research, and I believe, you know. I, I mean, from a, you know, I grew up in church. I mean, from, from that sense, from the spiritual sense, they always say, you know, you just rely on God to lead you. You know, but you know, we still have to do research. Dan, I right. you know, hmm. I don't believe it's good to go into things all the time blindly. Sometimes you just have to, just you know, God, you know, it's going you. But but uh, you know, I think it helps a lot of times if you do your homework. You know, it does. It really does. It really does. And tell me more about your, you know, your music and and what what you look for in a song. Um, to be honest, most of the time, I, I, I'm not really that good at just, just being, just going to write a song. Like if somebody says, Hey, I need you to write this song. Things just have to come to me for the most part, you know, uh, uh, just, just, um, just something that I see or, 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 or just, just some words come to me, you know? Um, and I try to, you know, go with that and, and, and try, of course you have to continue and, and, and add to it, but it's pretty much just things just, Things just, just come to me, but I am. I try to be as I'm getting older, be more, of course, responsible. You know, um, um, with, with the song because I don't want to. People are gonna do what they do for the most part, but I don't want to be like I was gonna use that word enabler. You know, and, and, and encourage people. They're like on a wrong path, and just you know, have my music be be like theme music for them as they as they're on on, on a um on, as they're on a wrong path. You know, I I, I try to be. My, you know, my, especially, you know, with, with young people hearing you, you know, young people look up to you, they're more impressionable. And they say young minds are like a sponge, you know, so um, yeah. I just try to be, you know, try to be mindful. Is this something that, you know, how people say sometimes if you're not a part of the, the solution, you're part of the problem. So I try to, you know, I try to help people as much as I can, you know, with, with, with uh, songs that I write, you know. I guess it sounds mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm talking about like songs like the old, what was that? The Michael Jackson and them back in the days of like we are the world, you know, <laughs> songs like that. Sometimes I think you know they definitely have their place because there are a lot of um. Obviously, we all know lost and hurting people, so I try to be mindful of songs that I write. Is it something that that can um help people? And at the same time, I still do know life is about fun. We all need, you know, to have a good time. Sometimes to let our hair down, you know, and that that's therapeutic as well, you know. So, you know, I try to think about that sometimes too. Is it you know? something that people could just have fun to invite, you know, vibe to sometime when they want. Let their head down, you know, take a little break from the grind, you know. Definitely, definitely. Now, when you think about all the stuff that you've done, what is the the best thing that you think has ever happened to you thus far? The, the best thing, um, well, hmm, I guess, wow. Well, the, the thing I enjoyed the most, I'll say, um, I, you know, being on a, a stage when I was uh, at the um the gospel fest, you know, that was a lot of fun to me out in um Newark, New Jersey, the um the McDonald's gospel fest. I had a lot of fun with that, and um some of the one of the, uh, some of the radio station events, you know, um sometimes the local radio stations they they do these events um in, in the city, and I, I had a lot of fun with those, and um being able to go up to some of the radio stations and talk to some of the the radio personality that that those are things that have been fun, you know, 
fun to me. I say mm-hmm. that I that I enjoy. You know, being on you know certain stages and dealing with certain you know radio radio personalities and radio stations. That's that was fun to me. I enjoyed it. Awesome. All right, and, and now the biggest thing that you've done so far. What has that been, and how did that make you feel? Because I mean, I kind of know, you know, from experience about doing different things and being on different stages and things like that. I think it's amazing. What have you experienced so far? Um, as the the, the biggest thing you, you asked, the, what was the the, the yeah. biggest thing I've experienced? The, the biggest. Well, I guess I mean I I I would have to say there was a a radio station um they had an an award show it was up in um this was a few years back in in, in, in Rochester and um uh, I was one of the you know the nominees you know um mm-hmm. yeah for for a radio station award show that was up in um yeah it was Rochester that was some years some years back it just just that just because they you know noticed me and my music stood out enough to where you know, they put me in a category, you know, to be nominated for an award. That was enough. Mm-hmm. That was something I felt, I felt good about. That was an, an accomplishment, you know. Yeah, being nominated for Amazing. an award. <laughs> for an award, yes. I'll say that. Now, did you, did you ever think that you would be nominated for an award? Uh, of course, dreaming about it. I dreamt about it, but did I think it would happen? Honestly, yes, I'll say that. When I was young, I, I, I saw... I thought that um, I, I didn't mention I started out with a group, you know, uh, for the first few years, and um, I thought that we were talented enough to where I thought the sky was the limit, you know. Um, but 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 by the time that did happen, I didn't so much see that, you know, um, into my adulthood and, you know, but it, um, it, music obviously it seemed like rap, you know, has become more saturated. Some people say it started in the late seventies uh, into the early eighties and and um, you know, now that of course it's so many more rappers now, so you know you you might not think that that, that, that you'll stand out. So it's it's more of a of a blessing, you know, as you got into the nineties and the twenty first century. So I didn't expect it. I didn't expect it when it happened. No, no, I didn't. No. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I know I'm talking. I love to ask. You know, I love to ask questions. That's you know, we're, you're listening to us on Dean Chase's radio, and we're here with Mr. Vernon. He's uh, a recording artist. Uh, since so many years have passed by, what is the biggest lesson that you've learned so far that that kind of takes you from, you know, from one point to the next? Like, you always think about this one lesson. This is the one lesson that you'll never forget that is so just, you know, detrimental. And, and it would be a great advice to other artists out there. Honestly, um, I think humility is a big thing. Humility. Um, I believe that when 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 you're trying to when you're chasing your dream, I believe you know if you're a teenager, I believe always stay in school, stay in school because that helps. Learning is always good, you know. Because um, when I first started, I was 15, and um, my my partner and I, you know, we, we weren't even going to school as much. We all of a sudden think we're gonna be these big rappers, you know. But um, I believe you know, stay in school, and um, if you're in, you know, your later teens, uh, your, your young 20s, and you might need a job, you know, you know, keep working, you know, stay in school, keep working, network with people, I believe, and um, um, stay humble, stay humble. There, there, there are two songs that have stood out to me as a rap fan as I was coming up, um, um, 
KRS-One had a song called um, Boogie Down Productions, a song called Out of Here. You know, do you ever think about when you're out of here? You know, and, and, um, and the brand new had a song called Don't Let It Go To Your Head. And um, um, they talk about how, you know, you could be on, on top, but then, you know, by the next year, you know, nobody cares anymore. You know, basically you could fall off. <laughs> so just be, you know, be, be grateful. Be grateful and, you know, don't burn bridges. And I still believe it's good, as I said before, to be, you know, to be educated, just, just to learn things. And, and as, I, as I said, don't burn bridges because a lot of times there's people that might even come up under you. You might see it as interns at record labels, things of that nature. They might be in a position later on to where, you, you know, you're not big as an artist anymore. They might, you know, have a job for you at the label. You know, they, they, might, they might be, you know, with some, some magazine or something, and, 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 and they might, you know, just want to feature you with something or, or you, you, you know, you, you never know. It's just good to be humble, you know, network, don't burn bridges, you know, educate yourself, I believe. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, as much as you can, just stay, stay grounded, stay grounded. And don't, don't assume, don't assume because if you blow up, you have one huge album that the next one is going to be the same, you know. Some people will run through all of their, everything that, that, they, that they've gained because they assume, well, I'm going I'm to do it again on the next one. But then the next one, it don't happen. And now, you know, you're kind of mm-hmm. stuck, you know. <laughs> And I, and I try to think yeah. about people that I know. People have jobs. You know, some people, a person might make fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 a year. You, you know, obviously you have a good run with a good album, doing some shows and things of that nature. Um, you know, you could possibly earn, you know, way more than that. But I believe that if you make a lot of money, sometimes it's good to kind of, if you can, I know we all like things, but it's good to kind of structure it, structure it the way a person does that um, has a nine to five and is earning like a certain annual salary every year, you know. Just don't, I'm just throwing a number out there. If you make a million dollars, just don't think that, oh, I got a million. Like, I'm set for life, you know, because you, you, know, you can run through that, you know. And, it, and then all of a sudden your next yeah. project fails, and now what? You know, so you know, stay humble and, you know, handle, you know, your wise people around you. Wise counsel is always good. My mother used to always, always say, eat the meat, throw the bones away. It's good to listen to people also. You know, everything, everything you hear is not real, but it's not beneficial to you. But, you know, take what is beneficial, you know. And, you right. know, throw the book. Yeah, well, I'll stop talking and leave it at that pretty much. I'll just stay humble and learn, you know, and network. That is great advice, great advice. I love it. I absolutely love it. So, okay, so now you have a single out, um, and I want to go ahead and play that little chance to tell you. Tell me about that song. That song, it was it was about, as I was mentioning, just um, the mid-'80s, just trying to – Secure record deals, you know, running around to different labels and just dealing with the ups, ups and downs, the highs and lows of um, trying to trying to you know get your music out there, get my music out there, and it's, it's sometimes you just have a lot to say. You you think some time on your music and, and, and you just want people to hear it. And and, and I was just thinking, oh, I haven't had that chance. You know, I'm looking for that chance just to tell people what I feel. And and, and even outside of music, you know, people do spoken word or. or, or Sometimes people could be people could be at, at, at a talk show and they might give you the opportunity to to give your opinion about about you know the story the story from the people that are that are up there on the um up there on the stage you know telling about what's going on in life you might just give your opinion or you might be you might be somebody that um might you know call into a talk radio show you have an opinion you know and it's just you know you have the opportunity to express your opinions your thoughts your beliefs or you know or whether with me whether it's through music or whatever so. That's where that was my thought process of just having a platform just to be able to express myself. You know, I'm looking for the chance mm-hmm. to tell you where I'm coming from. You know, 
right. pretty much. We're going to go in and uh, prepare that and get that ready right now to play. Uh, Mr. Vernon, good to tell you. Here we go. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, of how people used to rap, how people used to be able to understand the words. And it was something that was a pleasure to listen to. 
and then you had a real vocalist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I appreciate oh that. Thank you. That is a nice yeah. song, and I actually am going to steal that and, and play that here on Dean Chase's radio. And if you do have a music video, please um, have your crew send it to me so we can put it on our Roku station, which is coming up next year. So 2019, thinking, talking about 2000, you know, next year, 2019, what do what you, I mean, what's your plan? I guess, I guess uh, as most recording artists probably say the same thing, I'll, I'll, I'll I look forward to getting back into the, the studio. You know, um, I have songs written for a new project, and um, I would like to perform. But the one thing that I haven't done yet, you know, I, I would like to look into some form of, of acting, of course. Mm. You know, that's the one thing I haven't mm-hmm. done yet that I would like to, you know, learn about and, and pursue. That's yeah. interesting. A lot of singers and rappers are now entering into the performing arts field as a whole, not just like music or entertainment, per se, like musical entertainment, but they're doing the acting, they're doing the commercials, they're doing dancing. Um, some of them are doing spoken word and they're writing, they're authors. Um, where do you see yourself in like five years from now? Um, and what would be the inspiration behind it? Five years now, hopefully, what I'm looking forward to is, is being somebody that's bringing people in into the entertainment industry, you know, um, being more of a, a mentor as well, at minimum, be a mentor mm-hmm. to people. But uh, I, I look forward to being in some form of big executive position to where I can uh, put somebody on, you know, some upcoming singer, mm-hmm. rapper. Even if I can help somebody, you know, an author that's trying to, you know, publish a book or something, you know. But um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll always be able to provide a platform for people. You know, that's what I'm looking forward to, being able to be in this position to um, provide platforms for people. Awesome. Well, awesome. Well, I, I'm not, <laughs> you know, it is wonderful, and thank you so much for being on the show. I have uh, – your contact information on the uh, on our our little description box right below. So if you guys want to contact him, please do. And, and let me ask you a question: Where can people contact you? Well, Twitter and um, Instagram is at Vernon Little, the number seven, and it's at Vernon Little, the number seven. And I'm on Facebook just as Vernon Little. I actually okay. have a picture of my uh, my EP cover, the double minor EP cover on my Facebook page. Oh, nice, nice. Yes. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and put that in in the uh, description box. And I am definitely uh, just wow. Thank you so much for doing what you do, man. I'm telling you, it is amazing. I love it. I absolutely love it. I, and I appreciate I the it. time. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for the. Thank you for the great questions that you asked as well. <laughs> open me up. <laughs> you know, open me up a little bit. You know. Well, I, I mean, you know, it. we're here to real with people and, and to, to show you and to show people that, you know, we artists as we're people. We're people. Yes. You know, and we live yes. and we have we have things that we think about too. And I think that people need to see the real person behind the artist. You know, and they and they love it. They love getting personable, and I love it too. 
And so um, thank you again so much. And, again, thank you for having me. And keep up the good work, too. Well, I will. And everybody that was running little, you can go ahead and get him. Actually, he has, he has a Reverb Nation page. He's ranked number 24 in Bronx, in the Bronx for Christian gospel, rap, R&B, soul, and that would be Vernon Little on Reverb Nation as well. So thank you again, Vernon Little. You you know what? You got some great music here. Chance to tell, double-minded, one day at a time. I love hip-hop. You know you guys are going to be very busy with his music. I say become a fan today. Thank you so much, Vernon. You're welcome again. Enjoy the rest of your day. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Wow. So Brendan Little, I mean, amazing, 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 brought me right back to like my, my, um, you know, my my days of hip hop when you know it was just starting. Wow. Well, we're gonna go ahead and keep going. I, I mean, I like I told you before, we have a wonderful group of people coming on the show, and I want to say thank you so much for being on the show. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Hello, am I on? Hi, how are you? Hi, it's Michael. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Michael. I'm doing really good. So, great I want to hear. To great. Tell everybody who you are or what you do, please. I pretty much know, but I love hearing oh, sure. from the artist. <laughs> okay. Uh, calling me an artist is a bit of a stretch, but I definitely believe there is an art uh, involved with science. Um, I am founder and CEO of a company called O Nutrition, and we have a new uh, brand, a new uh, personal fitness brand called Omino, which is a patented complex of amino acids that's been shown to uh, be 11 times more effective in uh, stimulating and producing muscle than the traditional whey protein powders. Mm. Now, see, you are an artist. You're designing bodies. You design bodies. You know, a lot of people say to me, yeah, a lot of people say to me, you know, I can't be an artist. I said, well, are you an author? I said, well, you design minds. Mm-hmm. Well, so I have, I, I do love the art of creating products of relevance, products with mm-hmm. real science and teeth behind it. And I mm-hmm. actually, as an artist, I'm probably more of a conductor. And what I try to do is find the right people, the right scientists, the right academic institutions who do the right research and trying to figure out how to orchestrate all of that into a product that really can help uh, transform people's lives. Wow. Well, I'm on your website. Tell me about how you got started because this is, this to me, this is like, okay, this is, you have the art of, you know, like you said, conducting, you're conducting things, you're putting things together, you're, you know, you got your hands over here and your hands over there, and they're doing this here while you're conducting one side. I mean, this thing complex, why did you want to do this, and how did you get started? Well, I've been in this industry for for quite a long time, and I don't want to say how long, because then I'm going to sound like an old man, but (laughs) what what I do is... I try to commercialize science, as I mentioned, and how this whole brand came about is I'm always looking for science because I'm basically a manufacturer of products for other companies, big brands that people know. I've helped Bayer. I've helped all kinds of different brands get into the supplement category. 
And along the line, I always said to myself, you know what, one of these days I'm going to create my own brand. I'll probably kick myself in the head for not at least trying, but I never found anything that I got passionate about. But then one day I discovered some science that completely changed my life. Uh, the science was actually sponsored by NASA, uh, you know, the space agency for our country. And when I read the study and dug deeper into it and actually interviewed the uh, investigators of the study, basically what I found is NASA's biggest concern with astronaut is atrophy. Atrophy is when you lose muscle mass and your muscle weight starts to waste. And why they're concerned is when you're up in space without gravity, people don't know this, but when the astronaut comes down, uh, you know, they get the little, you know, the parades or what have you, but they actually go into rehab because they have lost muscle mass and they, you know, they've weakened because they've been in space without gravity. So for years they were conducting different ways of trying to combat muscle atrophy. So along the way they started researching are amino acids more effective than protein. And the reason why they had that premise is the whole reason protein is important, and everyone goes protein, protein, protein. The why is, is that protein is actually made up of amino acids. They're the building blocks of protein. So mm-hmm. NASA says, you know what, we've tried protein. It kind of works here and there. You have to take so much of it, but let's try something else. So they started doing a series of trials. And eventually they came to this uh, mega trial where they put people on bed rest, and they gave them either this unique amino acid complex that's found in my product, Amino, or they give them a placebo, like a food starch. And Mm -hmm. do you know how they set this up? Go ahead, ask me how they set this up. (laughs) Please, how did they set this up? Okay, well, it's incredible because I for my my career, this is what I do. I research and I review the science. It's a protocol I've never even dreamt of. What they did is they brought in people and they put them on bed rest. And when I say bed rest, this isn't just, hey, sleep here and, you know, what have you. No, they put them on catheters. They put them on bedpans for 30 days. And during those 30 days, the only muscle, yeah, the only muscle they got to use is they got to hit that remote control on the TV. They got to hit the remote control to adjust their bed. And for two hours, they can use the muscles in their fingers to check email. And that was it for 30 days. And the results were staggering. First off, the people who were on a placebo, which means nothing, they all went into atrophy after 30 days. And that's what they thought was going to happen. But what happened with the people who were in the unique amino acid profile found in my product, Amino, they actually didn't have anyone go into atrophy at all. And in fact, when they started looking at the in, yeah, when they started looking at the individual data tables of the subjects who were on the amino acids, they actually found that there was a certain number of people actually gained muscle mass. So these amino acids on bed rest can actually help build muscle mass. Now, they, were, they weren't stronger. You know, they still were weaker at the end, but they did, their muscle fibers didn't go into atrophy. They maintained the structure of muscle, and, so, and mm. some of them actually gained muscle mass. Mm. Now, okay, so I love this. It says natural, vegan, non-GMO, zero calories, zero carbs, zero sugars, clean formula for a clean life. That is like, that hits everybody. Uh Uh-huh. Well, that's the benefit of the amino acids because 
these are what they call the essential amino acids. And the term essential means your body doesn't have the ability to produce it. So the only way to get these amino acids are by the food intake or through supplementation. And when all of a sudden I discovered the science, I said, well, wow, this can be dairy-free. And by the way, you can pay more money, and instead of having an animal-sourced amino acid, you can do uh, a vegan. And so then all of a sudden I said, my gosh, this is such a better, you know, for lack of better words, this is such a better mousetrap than whey protein. And then when we did a comparative study, because there's new methods of science that you can actually measure in people's bodies, muscle synthesis, and are they actually building muscle, breaking muscle, et cetera. And whey protein has been studied more than any other protein source, and it's, it is the gold standard. So we wanted to go head-to-head, and researchers actually took the amino acids versus the whey protein. And we found out we were 11 times more effective in producing muscle synthesis. That's just a fancy way of saying of increasing muscle than whey protein. So when I saw this, I said to myself, this is a game changer. I'm going to hold this on to myself. I'm going to get access uh, to the patent holder and license this and go out there and deliver a brand and try to change the conversation from protein and sports nutrition into, you know, performance supplement into the fitness culture because everybody needs good muscle. If you're into yoga, don't you want to hold that yoga pose longer and stronger and not be shaking? If you're a cyclist, don't you want to climb that hill faster and stronger? And so my approach is kind of counter-revolution to protein because I, I have a feeling my product definitely can help the bodybuilders. Don't get me wrong. I have a natural bodybuilder, the non-steroid type, and he swears by it, and he stopped taking all these other things, and he's now an amino guy. And, and obviously this guy is not just ripped. He's bulk. He's huge. But, again, I also have a hot yoga instructor who told me flat out, she goes, this is the best product for hydration and for muscle stamina that she's ever seen. Mm. Now let me ask you a question for weight loss. For people who want sure. to kind of tone up, they, they don't really exercise a lot because maybe they have issues mm-hmm. um, with older people or something. How does this work for them? It actually works really well. I'll tell you in two different ways because there was kind of a double question there. I had someone who actually wanted to use this to gain weight. He's a high school actor in baseball, and he's trying to get D1 competitions. So he used it like a traditional bodybuilder and bulked up. I have another guy who got a little flabby over the years who wanted to lose weight. I helped him out with a, a special program that was only body weight, so he didn't have to use machines. He didn't have to use things. And what happened with him is he actually lost weight. But he also, what he did is he ended up getting, uh, he's not ripped yet. He's still a work in project and he's still on his journey. But he, he loses on average like three pounds a week. And then I could tell you from my personal, I've always been fit. I've always kind of worked out, but I've always struggled that I was always struggled between 200 to 212, depending on the time of the year for a 6'2 athletic guy. When I started mm-hmm. taking this about a year ago, when I was evaluating flavors, I was getting it back from the lab and stuff. I started using this, and right. I ended up getting ripped. It ended up mm. literally changing my physique, and I started losing weight until the best part of life is when you actually get to a certain weight while you're working out and getting stronger, that 
the scale no longer is the accurate measure because I started gaining weight again, but my right. waist kept on shrinking. My arms were getting mm-hmm. bigger. My chest was getting bigger. My waist was getting smaller. So I had to go to body fat percentage. So my body fat percentage was still decreasing, still is. So to me, that's like the biggest change in conversation and the happiness for someone who is in the journey of trying to get in the best shape of their life is when all of a sudden, you know what, that scale means nothing to me anymore. I better start you know, like doing measurements of my waist and stuff. But that's part one to answer your question. The second part is for the elderly. There is a issue called sarcopenia. And basically what that means is when adults get into around 40, 45 years old, if you're not working out and exercising, you're going to lose a pound of muscle mass every single year. That's why it's so important to maintain and start an exercise program. But the Mm -hmm. follow-up to the NASA study, as I mentioned, when they looked into the data tables and they saw the people who actually gained muscle mass, they were all on the older spectrum within the date range of the subjects. And that led them to do a follow-up study. And they said, this time we're doing only people over 45. And for those people over 45, every one of them not only did not have atrophy, every single one in the amino acid profile that my product is, based on the patents, everyone actually gained muscle mass and stronger muscle fiber. So definitely this product is, it's a great tool, depending on what your um, aspect is. If you want to lose weight, it's a great tool for that. If you want to bulk up um, because you're an athlete and you want to get bigger, it'll help you out. If you want, like I said, you want, you're a cyclist and you're trying to build muscle endurance, this product can help you out. Um, so like I said, I'm, I'm very proud of the testimonials of the people who are coming in. This is very new. I'm hoping that in the future people will say protein is so 2018. That, that's kind of my goal. Right. Wow. I love that because, you know, again, it's like, okay, for women, it's, it's, it's difficult. You know, uh, you get older, your metabolism slows down uh, to like a snail's pace. <laughs> and it's like what you mm-hmm. do when – it's like you work out, you work out, you work out, you work out, and nothing happens. This is amazing. I would love, love, love to uh, just – we put this up on our page, obviously. I put this up on my Facebook. I put this up on mm-hmm. – uh, I'm going to put this on my pages. But we would love to definitely be able to hear more about it. So where can people go to find out more about your product? Okay. My website is – O-H-M-I-N-O dot com. A funny way of saying Omino instead of the the real way, but it's W-W-O-H-M-I-N-O dot com. The site has lots of content, has a little fun commercial in there. We've got great blogs. Um, it is a very functional, good website where you can also buy the product. But one thing that I want to do for you, and one of the things that I'm trying to do, is I'm trying to get – more feedback. I would love to have more testimonials. And I'm willing to kind of bribe my way with your listeners and yourself included to get more stories and get some what they call consumer-driven content. So what I'm doing right here for you in your podcast, and you can put it on your site, is if you text, I want, that's all one word, I want a space 
not the words of space, but a literal space, and then you type in special. So I want space special. You text mm-hmm. that to me at 39970. That's 39970. And mm-hmm. what, here's the special that I'll give because I'm basically bribing people because I want your stories. I want to hear more success stories. You're going to get my product first with $10 off. Second, you're going to get uh, my, my book for free. It's a, it's a download. It is uh, the guide to amino acids and how to stimulate muscle synthesis. It really dives into how these amino acids work. Um, incredible um, information that will get you all excited. Second, I also have a PDF called the five essentials for body transformation. These are five quick little things that anyone can do and if you take those five essentials and take my product at the same time, you will see remarkable results, results in a very quick time. The other thing is mm-hmm. I'm giving uh, what I call a rapid priority shipping for free. And then lastly, a $20 gift card for your future purchase. I'm putting this I'm writing this down. <laughs> And again, it's my way of bribing you in advance to get more people on the story, to get more stories. I'm the new guy on the block trying to battle with the protein powders of this world who've been doing it forever. So I am the uh, the newbie. While I'm not new to the industry and what I'm doing as a brand owner, I am I am brand new to this. And I know I have to pay my dues. And part of paying my dues right now is I want to connect with people. And I really want to share, hear their stories. And I am one that when emails come in, I might personally respond to it and help give you some workout advice at the same time. So I really want to connect with people because that was even like my, my, uh, my PDF download, the five, uh, five essentials for body transformation. I want people to live healthy, happy lives because life's too short. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very short. It goes by very fast. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. So, and and you do not have to settle for status quo. Anyone, Definitely. I mean, like I said, I've helped all kinds of people. I tend to gravitate toward athletes who are trying to take it to the next level, um, because mm-hmm. they're the people who like. There's this athlete you you would love this guy. This, this kid named Jalen. He's only 18 years old. He is a premier athlete. He is a, a college football player, um, very fast, but he's only five foot eight. So he's the little guy out there who, when he gets by you, he gets by you. But he told me in the, in the summer, because he was taking this out while he was work, doing his summer workouts in California with Vince Ferragamo, saying, Mr. Mayor, you wouldn't believe it. He goes, for the first time in my life, I actually slammed dunk. And I didn't just dunk. I actually dunked over someone. And I'm going, Jalen, no. I thought you were practicing football. He goes, yeah. But afterwards, with your product, I still had so much energy. And I've always loved to play basketball just as a fun game. So, unfortunately, he hurt his arm, but he sent me a video of him in, in almost street clothes in a basketball uh, court where he's jumping, and he puts it in slow motion. His head almost hits the rim, and, and, oh and this, this, this kid, this athlete, is only five foot eight. so his vertical leap has improved. Dra- and he goes, the only thing I can attest to is your product has helped my workouts, which has in turn helped me. Wow. Wow, that is amazing. Wow, but you guys can reach 
this wonderful special, which I'm going to go ahead and post on our page. The uh, the website is O A O H and then M I N O O M I N O dot com. Wow. Is there anything else that you'd like to say that we did not cover today? Well, I did also want to say, you, if you go to my website, you will not see the special. The only way to get the special is when you text I want space this to 39970. That's the only way you can get the special. It's not an advertised thing. It's a thing that I thought would help connect us uh, and with you, me, and your, your, your active listeners. But uh, mm-hmm. I think... Like I said, my, my goal is for people to start saying protein is so 2018. And then the other comment I heard from Daphne, who's a CrossFitter and competes, she, when she first started taking this and reading the science on it, she goes, Michael, this is like protein but designed for women. Because if, if the muscle people wanted to go after women, this is the way you would do it. Yeah, definitely. It, it, I, yeah. I love it. And like I said, it's so hard, especially women. We lose weight a lot slower than guys. And so trying to find that one thing that works, it's always like, nope, that didn't work, garbage. Nope, that didn't work, garbage. It's like, okay. And even if you combine it with exercise, it it a lot of times, a lot of times, it just doesn't work. Right. Well, I will tell you, and it's in my five uh, essentials for body transformation, uh, I've had people say, Michael, what's the series? How do I get a six-pack, six-pack abs? And my first response to that is, are you sure you want it? Because it is a major lifestyle change. What people don't know is when you see the people with six-pack abs, they got low single-digit body fat. Do you know what it takes in life to have single-digit body fat? You, you don't get to have fun. You, you, you have to say no to everything. And I myself did it once just to say I could, but to me it's like I can help people get to a flat stomach. And the secret to getting to the fat, flat stomach is through strength training of your legs. And I'll tell you why. Because when you do a cardiovascular workout, you are burning calories while you're burning it, and you're probably burning calories for the next half hour. When you actually do muscle resistance work, you're burning calories during the exercise but then you're burning calories for the next 72 hours. That's what, when you're sore through muscle, your body in recovery is still burning calories. When you're sore, that don't feel, oh, my God, I'm too sore. Say to yourself, I'm sore, and my body actually is burning calories because I'm now sore in its recovery right. stage. So if you're trying to burn fat, the best thing to do is a great leg routine because the legs are the larger the muscle or the largest muscles. So when you do weight resistance with the large muscles, you will burn more fat than any other exercise. And in my five uh, essentials for body trans, uh, body transformation, one of them is called developing virtue for fitness. And again, you can only get this by going and doing the I want. And again, it's part of the whole package, but in there, you pick, a, you pick a priority, a virtue. And to me, a virtue, I kind of stole the idea from Benjamin Franklin. He did it from moral okay. aspects. I did it from body parts and fitness goals. And so my month, right now in December, my virtue of fitness for the month that I'm concentrating and prioritizing is So whatever your priority for that one, three times a week. All the next bigger muscle groups, twice 
everything else only once. But when you do it only once, do it to failure because, hey, you've got the whole week to recoup. So, again, that's in my five essentials for body transformation. Again, you uh, can't get that on the website, but if you go to, uh, you text, I want space special, you can Mm -hmm. uh, text that to 39970. You'll get this whole bundle, and I will obviously, I have not overly promoted. This is the only time I do it. So you basically become a VIP member of, of my community that I'm trying to build. Hmm. I love it. I mean, you know, and once in my life, I had the six, well, four packs for girls, you know, and it was like, I worked three times a day. I mean, I did like, I didn't eat like all the good stuff. I was all gone. That was out of the question. And I can't do that again. (laughs) I won't do that again. I won't do that again. That's not going to happen. pack, you have to say goodbye to what they call empty calories. But guess what? Sometimes empty, empty calories are fun. So literally for, for me, when I did it, I, could, I love red wine. I'm in a wine club. My wine club started growing because I wasn't consuming them. It was just going into the wine fridge, you know. So you, you can't have any, what I call fun in life. It's kind of like, I mean, again, I eat pretty healthy. I'm a health freak myself. But again, people, whenever you see the six-pack abs, Give them the props, give them the respect, because that's a person who earned it and who is giving up so much to get it. Because from a guy's standpoint, the guy's probably 4 to 6% body fat. And, again, to get to that level of body fat, tremendous sacrifice. That's why you see it with models, because basically they get paid to make the, sac- the sacrifice so they can be a model. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Oh, my gosh. Well, it has been such a pleasure speaking with you, Michael, and having you on the show and for the advice. And I definitely have all the information that I need to go ahead and get this post up. So we will get this post up for my listeners today for that $10 off, the free ebook download for the five essential body transformation ideas and the rapid priority shipping with the $20 gift card for future purchases. See at 39970. All you have to do is text I want and there's a space special. See, I got it. You're, you're awesome. And don't, feel free to email me if you want to start a journey with me, just you and me together, if you've got some certain, oh. certain goals. Um, I'd be happy to help you out individually as well. So reach awesome. out to me and, and we could talk offline and we could start a new journey and heck, we we can wait till after Christmas. Yeah, have a little fun. <laughs> well, me, I don't <laughs> I don't celebrate. So I'm I've, I've already started. I've lost 25 pounds so far. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that's awesome. So I'm not going. There's no way I'm going back. I don't care for what or for who. There's there's absolutely no way I'm going back. So we're gonna get this done. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for right. your time and letting me uh, converse uh, and talk with you and your listeners. I, I definitely appreciate it. So we're going to get this information up for you soon. All right. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Is that not amazing? Omino. Omino.com. O-H-M-I-N-O.com. Um, I don't know about you, but that just kind of like, hit a ding, 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 ding in my head so that I know what I need to be doing to help my journey further along 
Um, if you are struggling, there's a lot of things you can do, but amino acids has always been one of my favorite things to do. So definitely you have to get that. And especially since you guys know I've had this keto journey where I've lost 25 pounds so far, I'm going back down to uh, my regular weight. I'm not even going to tell you where I'm at right now, but I've done 120 pounds so far. So just put it that way. Um, so we're going to go ahead and get our next guest on the line. Thank you so much for calling in. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. My name is David Cornell, and I am the author of a book out called God Moments. And David, hi. How are you today? <laughs> I am doing very well. Doing very well. Awesome, How about you? Awesome. Oh, I, I'm full. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I called a little earlier. I found out you were taking care of that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say we spoke a little bit earlier, and I was in the middle of eating my salad, and Dave was like, I was like, I'm going to eat. He's like, okay. That's so funny. Just tell me about your book. Yeah. Well, my book is uh, our story, my wife and my story of walking with the Lord. We had a our first child. I uh, was born in uh, 1977. She was born with severe disabilities, cerebral palsy. Uh, and in fact, she still is quite deeply involved. She's 41 years old. And... Um, Still has acts and functions about like a, a two or three year old, but our the book is the story of our walking uh, with the Lord through that issue and how He took and turned me from just kind of a immature young little self centered boy that was had a big problem that I didn't want to deal with and walked me through that and kept our marriage together and and uh, I just think it's uh, I just give Him all the glory for it. Wow. Wow. Now, let me let me ask you a question, because a lot of people go through a lot of different things, and, and they don't write it down. They don't do a book. What made you want to do a book? Well, I just wanted to – I really struggled with it uh, as a young man. I was uh, 20, 22 when she was born, and I just really struggled with it, and I didn't like that I was struggling with it. Uh but even even with that, I I would watch my wife, and she wasn't struggling at all. It it didn't phase her one bit, and that really kind of puzzled me for a while. And I, I finally came to the conclusion that the problem's me, not my little girl, and not my wife. And I needed to get over it and grow up. And I wanted to, I just wanted to be able to tell other people about the story and. Uh, give God the glory because he's the one that that brought me through it. And I wanted to just tell that story to, to help other people and to give God the glory. Hmm. Well, so your book is, is something of a, of just a, a miracle within itself. Yeah, in a way, you could say that. Um, that. I, when I when I say I was immature and really childish as a young man, I was, and I was completely self-centered. Uh, I talk in the book a little bit about uh, coming to conclude or coming to understand that, or ask the, the, the question changed. You know, when you're first married, or at least for me, the the question was, why am I still with my wife? 
And then all of a sudden, the Lord just made me turn that question around, and I had to say, why in the world is she still with me? After all I put her through. And so, yeah. So, yeah, it's a miracle. It really is. It's a miracle. It's been 45 years. Wow. I see a lot of guys saying that. No one says that to me. Why are you still with me? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And that's a step. That's a a big step. Yes, it is. Definitely a big step. Wow. So, okay, so so being that, you know, your book is about your experiences, what was the lowest point? that you thought you were at that no one else recognized? Well, probably when Mandy was about nine years old, uh, let me think, 77 to 84, seven years old, um, seven, eight years old, still had not made much progress. She was a, uh, she grew typically and normally. She looked like an eight-year-old. But she mm-hmm. was basically a baby, and mm. I I came home one night, and I was really struggling at that time still, and and needing to be in control of everything I thought, and and the big problem was I knew I wasn't in control, and I didn't like that. And I came mm. home one evening from work, and I saw her, Mandy, our daughter. Um, she needed lots of oral stimulation. That's how she. She's still just a baby, and babies need oral stimulation. And right. she would lay down and just, and she would just lick all the furniture. And I'd had a bad day at work, and came home, and Connie was there, and, she, and there was Mandy licking the furniture still. And when I walked in the door, and I just, I, I had enough, and uh, turned around, and I determined that I was going to leave and just get a divorce and be gone that night. And uh, wow. I I walked out the door. Uh, I'm leaving a lot of stuff out, but I walked out the door, and and uh, through that evening, I went to look for some motels to stay in, and I, I never did. And finally, ended up going someplace to eat. And the manager who knew me sat down and said, "You look horrible. <laughs> What's your problem?" <laughs> and uh, we sat and talked for a while, and and. Uh, through that conversation, the Lord showed me what real love is all about, and agape love, not just erotic love, you know. And that, again, the the problem wasn't my daughter, and the problem wasn't my wife, and it wasn't my marriage. The problem was me. Hmm. And he got me to see that I just needed to go home and deal with it and accept that that's what he wanted for me at the moment. And that he was he was sufficient. His grace was sufficient. That didn't make it all that much easier, but that was kind of, that was kind of the starting point when I started to right. turn it around a little bit that night. Wow, you know that is something that you know again. That is just that in, internal clock or that internal thought going through your mind that no one else is thinking, because I've had that before where it's like, you know, I just can't deal with this. I, I can't do this. I'm out of here. Yep. And it's like, yep. it's done, but then you figure, well, nobody else is out of here. What the heck? Yeah. Who, and you, know, you begin to kind of second guess yourself. I know I did. And it's like, yeah. wow, maybe maybe I'm just being selfish. You know, maybe I'm not being yeah. Maybe I'm just being 
maybe I'm overreacting, you know. So it's like he, yep. he goes to this you know, wow, wow. So as as time went on, what did you do to change your mentality so that you could handle it? Well, I kind of mentioned it a second ago, but I – well, to, to tell another kind of story, I'm a big Ca- Dallas Cowboy fan. I don't mm-hmm. know how that goes over well up there, but but I'm a big, big Dallas Cowboy <laughs> fan. And, and, it's um, okay with me. Okay. And uh, I used to be real emotional about that as well. And if they would win, then I had a good week. If they, <laughs> if they lost, then I had a bad week. And my oh, wife man. and my family had a bad week. And... Oh. After about 10 years of my wife going shopping every Sunday afternoon <laughs> instead of staying around the house while the football game was on TV, I got to thinking of the same thing. I thought, you know, the problem isn't that the Cowboys lose. That doesn't say anything about you. The problem right. is you just keep – you think the Cowboys make you a good or a bad person. And it doesn't matter whether the Cowboys win or lose. That doesn't change who you are. Mm-hmm. And – I had I had to just start going through that kind of thinking, and, I, and the Lord walked me through that, and and he he finally through prayer and and just contemplating what it means to be a Christian, I realized that no matter how bad anything is, or how much I may not like my life, that doesn't mean God doesn't love me. Right. And the fact that my daughter had deep handicaps didn't have any reflection on me as a person. He right. loves me just the way I am. He loves her just the way she is. So I had to just quit taking it personal. And then then I was able to turn it around and be like my wife and be the father that my daughter needed. But I had to learn that. It took time um, to just decide that uh, God loves me no matter what's going on, no matter what the circumstances, and what other people think about me or what other people may say about me or my daughter or my circumstances doesn't matter. I'm still important to God. He still loves me, and I'm still valuable to him. And that's what really brought me through it. Wow. And Okay, so now... With with all the experience that you have under your belt, with everything that's going on now, you've gone through the whole thing. You understand that it wasn't everybody else; it was you, because that happens to me too. Um, mm-hmm. What what kind of, I mean, the, the lifestyle that you lead now? How different is it from that moment that you decided to realize that it was you? <clears throat> now, and have you have you been able to, uh, besides the book? Help others. Oh, well, yeah, I, I have. I think the better answer would be to ask my wife how her life is different. <laughs> because I'm not I'm not near as, as intense as I used to be. I don't take everything as serious as I used to used to do. And if something goes wrong, I have a I have a much softer reaction. I'm I'm not tense and. Other people are not tense and walking on pins and needles around me like they used to. Um, And so I think my growth, my personal growth, 
has has helped me um, be a more patient father, a more patient grandfather, um, and just be, become a, a more gentle person. And I think that's mm-hmm. helped, or that's affected everybody around me. I've had lots of people comment, especially people that haven't seen me in, in years. Man, you're not what you used to be. <laughs> that's happened a couple of times. Wow. Well, I mean, how did that make you feel? Well, I just give the glory to the Lord. I mean, I, I'm glad for it. Um, I'm happy that that the the, the changes is there and that I guess some, at least some people see the change. Um, it gives me confidence uh, to know that I can, I can deal with life in a more mature fashion. Uh, just makes me a better, better person inside. I think happier person. Wow. If you did not make that change, where would you be today? Oh, I wouldn't have my family. No, I hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't have hung around. Um I don't think my wife would have left, but I would have. Uh and if I didn't make the change and I'd hung around, well I don't know the family wouldn't be the way it is right now. Um, we've got a great hmm. family. We we all we we have an, quite an extended family and I'm very proud of it and we all get along very well. I work very hard at it. Mhm. Wow. Is there anything today that we missed um, that you would like to tell our listeners today? Well, I'd like, you know, there's a lot of anger out there in the world. We've got a mean, angry, violent world. A lot of people out there think they haven't gotten theirs or or think they've been been robbed or or whatever, and and I know there's a lot of them that have. I mean, there are people that not everybody gets the same breaks as everybody else. But if I had a message for everybody, I'd say that it, based on what I've learned, wherever you are, whatever circumstances you're in, you are just as valuable to God and to Christ as anybody else. And it doesn't matter whether you're white or black or Asian or Native American or European or whatever, South American, whatever. It does not matter. God loves you just the way you are, and he will be there for you uh, if you lean on him. And I truly do believe that. And I think that is, uh, I know it sounds like pie in the sky and awful naive, but that is the answer to the problems in this world. If everybody could see themselves the way God sees them, mm-hmm. then all the jealousy and all the envy and all the anger would just evaporate. And so that's mm-hmm. my prayer for the world. I know it's pie in the sky, but that's my prayer for the world, that everybody would would be able to see that God's opinion of them is high and wonderful. That's my pie wow. in the sky. <laughs> you know, that's you know, and you're right. You're right. There has been a lot of uh anger and people not being able to control themselves. 
I think that um, we are, we a lot of us have become a microwave generation where we want everything right now, and it aggravates us that we can't get it. Um, mm-hmm. But patience is something like they say when they used to say it, it's still a virtue. <laughs> so Absolutely. we have to, you know, it's just something we have to, to live with. I mean, we all have to get a hold of that. Um, but I do appreciate you being on the show today. We did post your video, your, uh, sorry, your, um, your, your book it is on Amazon. Okay. And, you, and I did yep. link up there. But it's right. God's Moment by David M. Cor- Cornell. And you guys right. can go ahead and copy and see that. Um, and we do have that in our browser below. And I want to thank you. Do you have a Facebook page or any other place where people can reach you? I do have a, a David M. Cornell Facebook page. And I do have a YouTube video out, God Moments. Awesome. On there. Yeah, there's a YouTube video. It's kind of a, a sunset sky thing with, with words written over the front of it. That's how you know what it is. Just put it out. Oh, that's beautiful. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, David, and thank you so much for calling in early. It was a pleasure talking with you both times, and uh, I wish nothing but the best for you. Well, I thank you and and appreciate you letting me visit with your audience. Awesome. It's my pleasure. All right. All right. Bye. I'll talk to you later. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Wow. We had three wonderful guests on the show today. Amazing show. And uh, this show is and being brought to you by our sponsors, damngood.com. That's Z-A-M-G-O-O-D.com. And, um, you know, we do have so many wonderful guests on the show for you. I mean, just, just to bring you the inspiration that you need and to give you all the things that, you know, we think would inspire you to go after your goals and your dreams and your aspirations, just things that will help you uh, to become a better person, but not only that, to become the person that you see yourself as. I'm going to take a short break real quick before we finish the show, and I have a saying for you. Hello. Our company is welcoming everybody to participate in an awesome promotion we are having to get people involved in something that's fantastic. We want people to try our services and give us feedback. So our company, zamgood.com, that's Z-A-M-G-O-O-D.com, will be giving away $100 each week until February 28th, 2020, to people who sign up for our website by February 28th, 2019, for free, and who are willing to try our services. That's zamgood.com. For more details, simply go to our website and click Zam's News. Oh, sorry. It's Zam's G's News. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Amazing, zamgood.com, $100 a week? Wow, until February. I I think, you guys, if you want $100 every week, you need to go here and get that. That's Zam's Goods, and just click on Zam G's News. So we've had a wonderful show for you today. We've done so many different things that, I mean, we've gone through, like, music. We've gone through Arthur's. To me, this show has everything that you will probably need 
to be inspired and actually to kind of pick your brain a little bit and help you think about the things that you may you may want to you know implement in your own life in your own career things that maybe you know you are at fault at we all have something that we need to do with some goals we need to accomplish and so i'm hoping that dream chasers radio inspires you to do that please go ahead and leave your comments below i would love to interact with you so don't be shy and uh, you guys, until next time, I'm going to say don't forget to what? To dare to be different, baby. And most of all, don't forget to go after your dreams. It's almost 2019. And we're coming up on that, the end of the, of the 2018 year. Uh, and I want to make sure that you at least are writing it down. So make sure you write your goals down. Make sure you have your goal book. All right, guys. Until Sunday. See you later. Bye.